Thank you for tuning in to Voice of Islam Jamaica. The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at 876-283-9533. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello dear listeners, welcome once again to Voice of Islam. Here at Voice of Islam, we seek to educate the general public on issues and concerns and also questions that they may have about the religion of Islam. I am your host, Imam Ibrahim Fawson. Voice of Islam is sponsored by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community and for the knowledge of the new listeners, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations in Islam. This community believes in the advent of the promised Messiah and the reformer of the age in the person of His Holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed. This community is also spread across over 200 countries worldwide and we believe in peaceful coexistence with God's creation. The Ahmadiyya Muslim community categorically rejects any kind of violence against God's creation. The motto of this community has always been love for all and hatred for none. Today on Voice of Islam, we are going to have very interesting episodes. And on today's program, we, we will literally have two segments. In the first segment, we will be joined by... Um, a sister from the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica who would be, you know, um, sharing her thoughts on International Women's Day. Today being um, the 8th of March, it is globally um, celebrated as International Women's Day. So we would want to uh, dedicate the first segment of our program to have some thoughts and lessons from our um, sister of the community and then in the second segment we would also be joined by our usual um, guest Imam Tariq Azim who would continue with some of the useful uh, guidance to help us in the upbringing of our children so just stay tuned and enjoy the program but then before I go on, if you want to be part of the program in the course of it, kindly send us your message by way of WhatsApp to our number 876-283-9533. And if you missed any of the previous episodes, you can also access them by visiting voiceofislamjamaica.com and you would have all the previous episodes as well as these episodes there to enjoy. So uh, without much ado, I would um, introduce you to our guest today, a sister from the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica in the person of um, Sister Misbah Tariq, who is going to answer some questions about International Women's Day and before I do that, Sister uh, Misbah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum assalam. And welcome to Voice of Islam. Jazakallah for having me. We are happy me. to have you today. Um, on the 8th of March every year, generally around the globe, 
it is i mean the un has um dedicated this day to commemorate the um importance of women and the title given to it is international women day so as a woman let me just ask um what is this day about if we say international women day um well this day is mainly about um uh, trying to get gender equality within our society because if we look at it globally um the education the health and the violence towards women is uh, more than men um so that's why they have this international women's day where we try to shed some light on the issues that women are facing in the society and the injustice that we're facing um for example rights of education for young girls in some societies they think that men are the breadwinners so they only send the boys the boys to school um and the girls they stay at home but they don't know that those girls they should grow up to um to nurture the next sure. generation sure. which is as equal as which is as important um so this is why the international women's day is so important and um i must say that um in the um in the plan i we had decided to get um different views from you know um different uh, ladies of this community um we were supposed to have two um of your sisters unfortunately exactly. one one could not make it so you're going to uh, do all the talking today um you know as a muslim woman what are the teachings of islam that you know support women right if i mean keeping in view today's day as um international women day um the uh, uh, the funny thing is that islam nowadays is being portrayed in the media sure, as sure. as a religion that suppresses women's right but the people they don't know that islam is actually the first religion that gave women those rights that um we see as basic human rights nowadays like the the right to vote the right to inherit the right to work um i mean this this international women's day it was inspired by um the women marching in new york in 1908 1908 exactly okay. 110 years ago okay and back then they were marching because they wanted the right to vote which they did not have back then they wanted better payment and they wanted shorter hours to work so that they can be home and nurture their families okay. that was the val- the values that they were presenting back then and islam has already given me given me all these rights a thousand and four hundred years ago. If you say Islam has given you, I mean, I mean, the wo- I mean, Muslim women, Islam has given this right over a thousand four hundred years ago. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. So, like the the Arabia before Islam um, was there, women were seen as an object. So, women they didn't had any rights. Uh, it was preferred to have boys over girls. Okay. If you would have a girl back then. It was more likely that you would just bury her because you were so embarrassed to have her. That that's quite serious and I think we've had some programs on um these issues. Um in Arabia as you said referring to Arabia um where Islam was introduced to I mean so to say the the plight of women there was not anything that anybody could you know um even talk about and it doesn't appear to be only in arabia it was almost like a general situation across the world that women were not seen as um effective partners in the societal development so exactly. they were looked down upon 
Exactly. And there was a change. How did the change come? The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam basically God through him brought this change. Exactly. Can you share more on that? The well, the change came with Islam. Once the Prophet came and he and he showed the man and he showed the world how you're supposed to treat women, how you're su- supposed to respect them, um and what and what their role is. Sure. Um uh, for example Islam it gave the right of women first of all it gave the right to live. The holy prophet said so that if you have a girl as a firstborn that is the biggest blessing that you can get from God. And for example he also said about girls that if you have if you are a father and you educate your daughter um sh- you can attain paradise. So th- those were b- very basics right right to 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 live basically right to be educated right to inherit before islam the women were in the will so if you if the husband passes away the woman was in the will and could be um inherited in, in the in, in the will means that um i mean they were also inherited exactly they were like um part of the commodities property to be inherited exactly. so they talking about them having share of the inheritance was not part of the equation because they themselves were inherited along whoever took care of the family i mean the the the, the demise um husband's property so islam brought the paradigm i mean shift that things are going to be different and women have a very important place in god's plan and they have right to inherit but um you said something earlier you stated that as i said generally across the world in that year 1400 years ago women were not respected but then the arabs had taken it to different level you also alluded to the fact that boys were preferred over um girls to the extent that when a father a would be father were to have a baby girl due to the shy and the the kind of um, embarrassment it brings to to him he would prefer they kill the child i mean the child and hide it and they would usually bury her alive just to cover up that shame yes. and um you say islam brought the the freedom to live exactly that is islam rejected that kind of concept that it is not right for anyone to look look down upon um god's creation and also not just giving them the right to live but also the right to have certain so, i mean uh, social uh, rights that is quite interesting and um you have more to add on that um um yeah definitely um sure. like other rights that, that that women gained were the the right to vote we got that 1400 years ago as we just said um and then also the right to work and be cared for by the husband it is it is a commandment that the husband has to care for his wife and the wife has to care for her husband as well it's, that's where the gender equality comes in everybody has their own shares but um i would like to go deeper in the work sure, field sure, sure. that as a woman your responsibility is to take care of your family in islam the husband is the breadwinner he is the one who financially supports the family that's not a concern of the wife sure. um but the wife is supposed to uh, nurture her children nurture her house try to have a peaceful environment within the house so that everybody who lives there feels at peace 
Um, so that is my my biggest responsibility, and I feel like that's the most important responsibility in society. But once my children they get a little bit older and they're not dependent on me anymore as much, um, for example, if they go to school, I'll have more free time. Sure. And if I decide to work in that free time, then that money that I make while I work is all mine. Like I, I do not distribute um, or contribute to my household with that money. Um, for oh. I, I tell my husband all the time that whatever is mine is mine, but whatever is his is it's also it's mine. Also yours. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's quite interesting. Um, so what you are saying is that even as a Muslim woman, if you happen to be working and earning more than your husband, it is not your duty or responsibility to spend that on the family, except if you will. Exactly. Your husband does not have that right to instruct you that yes. um, because you are earning more than me you have to pay the bills, do this and do that. It is his responsibility yeah. as a husband to cater for the needs of the family. Exactly. And these are the rights Islam has given to the Muslim women. Yes, uh, and, um, and the beauty sure. in that is the philosophy of it is that women, that, like your job as a caretaker is so self-sacrificing um, because you always try to put others' needs for in front of yours. Um, you take care of the children, and one, like once you have children, everything belongs to them. Your body belongs to them, your mind, your time, your effort. Um, so why, because that is such a self-sacrificing job, it, that beside if I decide to work, that will be only for me, and it will be a fulfillment for myself. Sure. Um, uh, because we are already sacrificing everything that we have for our families. Um, if I decide to work, I'm not pressured into getting a work that I don't like, yeah. that I don't feel fulfilled in, because I already got my fulfillment within my home um, and without uh, with the with playing my responsibilities as a as a caretaker, as a homemaker. Let me ask this: You know, today in the in the media, unfortunately, Islam is projected as a religion that does not give um, right to women and usually people refer to the women covering themselves you know hijab covering their hair and you know basically that's one thing they look at considering what you have said the prophet Muhammad should be considered as a liberator for women because as you said he was the first ever prophet to have been given this right, I mean, to women, I mean, given the right to women to live, and not just to live, but also the right to education. Because um, I remember one of his saying, he said that um, if you have um, women, I mean, uh, girls, you know, born to you, and you educate them, you train them, that in itself gives you the, I mean, um, a ticket to heaven. And he also said, he's quoted to have said that um, acquisition of knowledge is quite obligatory for every muslim man and a muslim woman so he right from the inception of islam set out the you know the equality as people might put it of women and men in terms of education in terms of um social benefits and other things why is it that people see the i mean covering hijab as a source of oppression mm. that they feel that women muslim women are just forced to wear or to cover themselves up without without their will. How is that? 
Um, I, I first want to take the words that you said that uh, he was the first liberator of women. Sure. If, if you want to word it another way, he was also the first and biggest feminist sure. that was there. Um, and he stood up for our rights. Yeah. And um, I think it's just because people are not used to it um, or the the idea of covering up yourself sounds like suppression, uh, oppression to them is because society is saying that freedom is um, being free in every regard. Sure. But the prophet, he he took the chains out of that for me. He freed me through that. Feminists, if I meet feminists, like sure. the feminists, um, they feel like they have to free me from my religion. They have sure. to free me from my hijab and I'm, I'm suppressed. And I have to explain to them that I do this by myself. I I, I decided to uh, to dress, uh, dress modestly. Sure, because it's, it's a way of, I mean... Um, protection for you exactly and also honor exactly and more importantly one thing i always say when that discussion come up is that um you see the the holy i mean um virgin mary um the mother of jesus christ may peace be upon on on, on them in every position every picture you see her depicted she is covered so i always say that if mary were to pass on the streets and you are asked to define who she is. You are going to literally say that she is a Muslim. What kind of um, advice did the Prophet Muhammad give to men with regards to taking care of women and respecting their rights? Um, he, he told men that you are supposed to respect your woman, you are supposed to take care of them, be respectful of them. And one specific saying of his was that if you see any flaws in, in your wife, ignore them because she has probably 10 better ones. Better, yeah, useful ones. Yes. And, um, um, I'd also like, sure. to, like to go back to the, to the fact of Mary being covered. Um, that that uh, as it Mar Mariam is, uh, Ma Mary is portrayed as, always portrayed as someone who covers herself up sure. because it's just, the vibe that you give off of yourself. You show the world that I'm not just this object, I'm not my body, I'm the person within myself. Sure. Um, like my self-value is not based on how I look, um, it is based on who I am. Um, and that is what Islam has given me. It has, it, has, it has enabled me to see the bigger picture, to not judge every person on based on how they look or or who they are it it gave me it made me understand that you have to talk to people to get to know them and you have to talk to them to get to know them more deeply it's just the looks they don't say anything and with up with covering up myself i actually i make a bold statement in this world that um i'm more than just my body and there have been so many studies uh on uh, for example, there was this one video on YouTube where a woman walks through the streets of New York and she's being harassed and she's being um, flirted on and talked to in such a bad right, manner. Yeah. But then the same woman, she covers up and then walks through the streets and nobody talks to her because everybody knows she's off limits. Decent and, you know. Exactly. Okay, it's it's uh, just the vibe that you give sure. out once you cover up yourself. Um, as I said... Unfortunately, you are going to do, I mean, fortunately or unfortunately, because uh, we had in the plan um, two of our sisters, basically, uh, who are supposed to, you know, be on the show to um, help us have some kind of idea about the whole concept of um, International Women's Day and what it means to 
you as Muslim ladies. But then um, since um, the other sister or sisters could not join, you are going to do the, all the talking. I will let you go, but then um, with reference to the prophet's last sermon, I don't know whether you have something to share about that. And then I ask about the remarkable women in Islam. So if you have something to share about the prophet's last sermon, you um, can share with listeners. I, I, I would like to mention the last sermon because he knew he was going to pass away. Yeah. So once you know you won't be on this earth for uh, in a short period of time, you do the most impactful important, things. Yeah, sure. Exactly. What is more important? What ha will have the most impact on this world? How will people remember me? And the last sermon, the very last sermon that he gave to his people was so empowering and it was it was mostly about um, uh, give due rights to those who are oppressed. And sure. he, he said that respect women, take care of them, um, treat them kindly, treat them with tenderness. He even talked about orphans as well because he knew that these two groups will... Um, will have a hard time and if he does not stand up for them in his last moments then um, people won't emphasize on it as much and with his last speech he wanted to emphasize on it okay thank you very much and um, I think we should be very much uh, grateful um, for you to you know spending some time joining us today on voice of Islam to talk about um, International Women's Day and then what it means to you as, I mean, Muslim um, ladies. And as I said from the beginning, you were supposed to be um, have some kind of companies with you, but unfortunately we could not get the others uh, on the show in time. So, um, I should say thank you once again. And as I said, the second segment of this program, we're going to um, continue with some of the youthful guidance on bringing up our children. And I would be joined by Imam Tariq Azim to do that. Love for all, hatred for none. Did you know that Muslims believe in one God and also believe in Jesus and all biblical prophets? Statistics show Islam is the fastest growing religion, yet one of the most misunderstood religions. The Ahmadiyya Muslim community presents Voice of Islam every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. Tune in for an interactive program to remove misunderstandings and answer your questions about the Muslim faith. Voice of Islam, every Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m., presented by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, located at the Mahdi Mosque, Bush Park, Old Harbor. Salle Allah. 